0: As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Howdy, Warzone listeners. My name's Mike Casper, and I wanted to share why I've been a Warzone Patreon going on two years. I've been a member of quite a few other fantasy football Patreons and never had a one-on-one connection like I do with the Warzone hosts. Memphis has called me to discuss team-specific and rookie draft strategies multiple times and that's something I've just never experienced anywhere else. Uh, Memphis is also given podcasting advice on a regular basis and supports the individual Patreons in sharing their talents with the group. The group chat is always active. There's no group think there. People are honest and willing to share their opinion. And last, the Patreon leagues are fun and always active in trading. I know one league had over 20 trades in a 24-hour time period. So if that's something you're interested in, sign up for the Patreon. Price stays the same, but the per- being a Patreon keep rising. I'll see you there and look forward to welcoming you to the family. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday and welcome to a bonus edition of the Dynasty Warzone. I am your host. It is Memphis. I am back from the unexpected dental shenanigans on Tuesday. Uh, big shout out to Jerry and Jordan McNamara at McNamara Dynasty for holding everything down for us on the Wednesday show. There was no way I was going to be able to sit through an entire podcast. So those guys were super clutch, but I did want to jump on. I do have some takes and I do have some big news as it relates to the Scott Fish Bowl and a giveaway that we're doing. I will jump into that in just a moment. But if you heard the intro to today's bonus that is one of the opening scenes from the movie Goodfellas. Uh, I play that because, as of today, Thursday, the twenty-sixth of May, uh, actor Ray Liotta passed away. Uh, Ray Liotta played the leading man in the movie Goodfellas. Uh, really old movie, but it's my favorite movie of all time. That and The Departed uh, are my one A and one B. I do love The Godfather show and if you're watching this on youtube you'll notice over my left shoulder uh it's a it's a portrait of tony soprano now what you can't see is somewhere in this basement is a movie poster of the movie goodfellas i am a huge mob movie guy donnie brasco the sopranos again the godfather um anything mob related and I'm pretty much in, especially if it has to do with the Italian Mafia. But the, the genesis of my love for those type of movies was the movie Goodfellas. So very saddened about the passing of Ray Liotta. And uh, just thought I'd give him a shout out, man. Uh, again, great guy, great actor. Don't know him personally, but uh, brought me many, many hours of enjoyment watching him in the movies. I wanted to give a quick update on my boy, Kyle. That's not Dr. Kyle. He's busy gallivanting all over these United States and the world. Recently in Paris, by the way, at uh, DWZ underscore Dr. PT. Good follow. That man, uh, that man lives the life. Um, He lives a good life, but good for him. And, uh, but I was referring to our friend Kyle August at Kyle month eight, Uh, Kyle much like I have been, now I'm starting to come out of it on the other side, has been getting his ass kicked at his workplace, and uh, we've been there, Kyle. I know you listen. I know you've uh, always been a a listener of the show as well as a friend, and now you produce content here on the channel. Kyle will be back. Uh, Kyle's not went anywhere. Kyle's not left. He's reached out. Um, We've chatted a bit, and he's doing good. Uh, He wants you to know that he misses you all and that he'll be back here with some more takes soon. Uh, basically, I have to respect what Kyle's doing. Kyle's not half-assing it. Kyle could just mail it in, give you a subpar show, and you know just to, to crush out some content, but that's not how he rolls. He's trying to get through a busy period at work. But Kyle will be back soon enough, uh, especially as we start getting through these OTAs and camps. Uh, I want to jump into our Scott Fish Bowl giveaway. That's right. We are giving away a spot in the prestigious Scott Fishbowl 12, which will take place uh, this summer. I think we're like, it usually drafts around July 4th and we're giving away a spot. So how, how do you get a chance to win the Dynasty Warzone spot, the entry from us into the Scott Fishbowl? It's super easy if you're listening to this via podcast. Hit pause, please, as long as you're not driving. That would be dangerous. But when you get a chance, go to YouTube. Find this video. Um, this video is entitled Dynasty Warzone Short Takeaways and Scott Fishbowl 12 Giveaways. Something like that. Find this video. Like the video. And in the comments, leave the words, or I guess the just the simple SFB12. That's the letter S, the letter F, the letter B, the numbers one, the numbers two. Simply thumbs up the video, subscribe, and in the comments, leave SFB12. Jerry and I will be giving away a spot next Tuesday. Next Tuesday night, we'll give away a spot. We'll get a hold of the winner and we'll get that person's information over to Mr. Fish himself so that you would have a potential opportunity to win a spot in the largest fantasy football tournament of the year. So I got a little, not a lot, Um, been getting my ass kicked as well. And the only reason why this is not behind a patron wall for our patrons exclusively over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone is because I wanted to cover the Scott Fishbowl giveaway, which we're doing this coming Tuesday. I think that's the the 31st. That feels right. Anyway, some uh, some takeaways from OTAs. The, the biggest one for me personally cuz it's shorts and t-shirt season is mostly quarterback related. And, and really the most teams go as the quarterback goes. I mean that's not new to any of us. We all know that it takes a good QB for the most part, not always uh, to make uh, a dynasty and a fantasy season go. But I'll start with the the biggest name, at least the biggest for me, maybe not the biggest for dynasty, but you know, multi-time MVP, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. He has decided to not go to OTAs where he would be working with an almost exclusively new receiving core. Uh, you know, Alan Lazard's back, uh, his, his, um, his boy, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, uh, the guy who came over from Houston. It, it'll pop in my head, but Uh, Second year with Amari Rodgers, Randall Cobb. How could I forget a guy named Randall? Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, they were here. Uh, Robert Tanyan coming back from the ACL. Again, Amari Rodgers, and and then they've brought in Sammy Watkins. They drafted Christian Watson. Watson and Watkins are going to be a mouthful this season for fantasy and dynasty gamers. But my biggest takeaway from this, from a dynasty standpoint, and even from a redraft standpoint, is I really want to double down on my take that Aaron Rod, excuse me, Aaron Jones will lead this team in in targets this year. I really believe if Aaron Jones can stay healthy all year long, I would not be shocked at all if this guy had 120, 130 targets. Maybe that's like the the first of hot take season and reels in 90 to 100 balls. I, I know it sounds crazy, but you just you, you start doing that math. You know, if he plays 17 games and averages five catches a game, you know, that's just between just over 85. think like it is 85. And, you know, that the, there could be several multi-catch games. I, I, I love this for Aaron Jones. I, I think in redraft, I know redraft season's right around the corner. I know a lot of you guys are doing best balls all over. You know, I know DraftKings is doing some and an underdog to me, it's it makes being able to go like Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, it makes pushing the draft button on one of those type of guys in the first round so much easier if I know I can get Aaron Jones coming around in you know the, the second round. And, and I think you can. I, I've seen ADPs right there in that second into the third round range. That That's a great stack for me. If, if I can get one of those elite wide receivers and then come around with a guy but Aaron Jones just just makes the perfect complement to one of those first-round wide receivers. And, and from a dynasty standpoint, he was a guy that in rookie drafts, I was throwing out 110, 111, 112 for. Because if you're sitting on the 110, 111, 112, you're probably a contender or were a contender last year. And I really am not in love with having to push the button on the, the Sky Moors, Christian Watsons of the world at the back end of the first. I'd much rather give a shot to an Aaron Jones who can help me win potentially another championship if I'm drafting 112. Um, So that was my big takeaway there. Next one, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, not at camp. And and I get why. Um, It's hard for him seeing a lot of his peers, especially Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson. You know, these guys getting new contracts within the last 12 months. You know, he's due. He's playing on his fifth-year option, and so I I can get why he wouldn't want to risk it in camp. I mean, we've seen plenty of guys get hurt in OTAs in camp, uh, whether that, you know, what was it, a few years ago, Teddy Bridgewater. So for Lamar, from his standpoint, I completely understand why he would want to stay away from, you know, OTAs, at least from a participation standpoint. But what concerns me are that these are his wide receivers of record. Uh, he's got everybody's personal favorite. Um, it's going to be season on him very soon, Rashad Bateman. I'm not so sure. Um, I think he'll be fine. I don't think he's in for like an explosive season. I could be wrong. Uh, I think I'd rather have the the cheaper option. I think I'd rather have Devin Duvernay. I think you can get him for next to nothing. Um Per Our lads, our lads, Ravens, they had James Prochet listed as the slot receiver. And then there's Tylan Wallace, as well as a couple of other bums that I had honestly never even heard of for the most part. I guess the best thing, if you're a Lamar Dynasty GM, is thank the Lord for Mark Andrews. And another nugget for you on that one right there is don't forget to snag Isaiah Likely in the fifth round of your rookie drafts or as a UDFA if he's available in your tight end premium leagues. Again, I've got a good friend. He runs an Instagram account. He's got like twelve or 15,000 followers there where he talks all things Ravens. It's um, at the underscore purple army. Um, Very big on the stories. Doesn't do a lot of posts, but uh, I kind of like the stories. You can just flash through them super duper quick and uh, I've seen him report this multiple times that there's uh, some chatter that I, Isaiah likely could be getting wide receiver targets, could be getting some some slot targets. And if you play in tight end premium, and I got to think a lot of us do, or you play in two tight end leagues, he's the kind of guy that you really want to stash on that, on that taxi squad. And if he happens to hit it all or, God forbid, something happens to Andrews, I, I know they've got a bajillion tight ends there. This feels like the kind of guy I want to, you know, have that that scratch off lottery ticket on. So um, that's my my takeaway from Ravens camp. And then my final takeaway is Kyler Murray. I don't get it. Um, it it's it's completely different than Lamar. Uh, Lamar's got an MVP season under his belt. Lamar has got playoff win under his belt. Lamar has been consistent. Yes, he had a little injury issue last year. But Lamar has been a champ. Uh, as much as I didn't think that he would, when he come out, I, I will own my L's. L's for Lamar. Uh, I, I didn't think that he would be what he's become. Uh, I think he needs to take another step this year. But I mean, I don't get it with Kyler. Just this mega sense of entitlement. From a dynasty standpoint, it doesn't stop him from being like a top eight, nine QB. He's, he's just someone that, that I don't really want at his current cost. I see so many dynasty services having him in the top five, and I could understand why. I, I get it. He could have QB1 overall season potential for several years, but I mean, I guess he's got a little rapport with some of these guys. I mean, he's got a season with A.J. Brown, he's got time with DeAndre Hopkins, he's got time with Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore. Uh, obviously, he'd go back to college with Hollywood Brown. So, with the exception of Trey McBride, I can't think of anybody who would be a significant piece of this offense that he would have to get major time with. It's just, I, I would just not like to be hitched to this offense. I and mean, Speaking of injuries, you know, Lamar, much, much bigger dude, at least physically. Um, now, Kyler is quote-unquote listed as 5'10". I got news for you. He ain't 5'10". If he grows his hair out three or four inches, he may be 5'10". He is not a, a big man. Uh, I know Lamar's listed as 6'2". Uh, there's a considerable, you know, I, I think, you know, people use the term BMI, body mass index, but there's just like a, a significant difference in like just build. So if I had to choose between one of these two, I know I have Lamar over, over him in my, in my personal dynasty rankings. And it's easy to see. So I'm going to jump in to another little topic. I don't love short quarterbacks, guys. I just don't. Um, You know, I'm looking at a list of quarterbacks under six foot two. So six foot one or or below, I am going to list a a, a list of QBs by height in order. So Kyler Murray, 5'10", and I say 5'10", in quotation marks, 5'10". I have PJ Walker 5'11, Russell Wilson 5'11, Ian Book 6 foot, Shane Bueller, I guess the backup in Kansas City, 6 foot, Chase Daniel backup in the in the Chargers, 6 foot, Trace McSorley backup in Arizona, 6 foot, David Blau, 6'1, Sam Ellinger backup in Indianapolis 6'1. Jalen Hurts, okay, there's a player, at least from uh, but dude, Jalen Hurts weighs like 230 pounds. There's a big difference. Will Greer back up in Dallas, Tyler Heineke, back up in Washington, Tyler Huntley back up in Baltimore. You, you get in the theme, you, you get in Case Keenum, back up. Baker Maker, Baker Maker. Baker Mayfield, soon to be a backup. Colt McCoy backup. Gardner Minshew, backup. Nick Mullins, backup. Easton stick, back up to the backup tongue of Loa starter Miami Tyrod Taylor backup John Wolford backup I don't love it I don't love it I, I don't think it's long term I don't think it's sustainable uh, I do believe there's a day before Kyler turns 30 that he may go back to baseball uh, may never be nothing but for what he cost you a dynasty league especially in a superflex I would be looking to sell. Um, I would love to get the Joe Burrow, Dak, even Deshaun Watson. If I had a strong QB group, if I had a strong three or four QBs in a Superflex or a two QB league, can I get Deshaun Watson plus for Kyler Murray? And I think I can. I really, really think I can. And he may be a disgusting human being, but he's a awesome football player. And he's going to be in a division where he's going to be scoring points. I would rather, as gross as this is to say, I would rather be in the Deshaun Watson from a fantasy and dynasty standpoint than I would be in the Kyler Murray standpoint. Could that change if Deshaun Watson gets whacked with another game, uh, one year suspension? Sure. Am, Am I going to? Probably not. So that is some short takes. See what I did there? Talked about short QBs. Short takes. But I do have one, I'm going to end the show, on one cheap, stone-cold, dirt-cheap buy of the week. And that is Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper is currently the tight end one for the Tennessee Titans. Or the Dynasty Tight End 28 per Fantasy Pro's ADP. Gang, he's 27 years old. He won't be 28 until mid-November. And I understand that he did not live up to the really good year he had three years ago. uh, His last year in Atlanta before he took the money. And I don't blame the guy for taking the money before he took the money in Cleveland. And, And now, now he's in Tennessee. But at tight end 28, tight end 28 off of the board. He is going behind rookies Greg Dulwich and Jelani Woods as well as coming off of an ACL injury, Bob Tanyan, Logan Thomas, and Gronk. As of the recording of this show, Gronk does not even have a job. Does not even have a job. And yet we, I guess we, we, I'm, I'm not French, we, oui, we, oui, monsieur, speaking of Kyle and, and France, he did not even have a job and the, the fantasy pros adp and and you know it's collected from real data they're compelled to draft Gronk ahead of Austin Hooper so let me hit you with some data this is not just my opinion this is data and i know these kind of uh, stats aren't sticky and don't always translate year over year but they're but they're pretty big so here you go tennessee titans is our number one in total air yards available from 2021 From the 2021 season, they would carry over 2,914 air yards or 74.8% from last year. That's a lot of available air yards. They're number two in the NFL in total vacated targets or targets available from last year with 351. They're number one in vacated targets inside the 10 yard line. Ryan Tannehill threw eight. Of his 21 TD passes last year, 8 of the 21, so more than a third, really closer to 40% of his touchdown passes last year, went to a tight end. Traylon Burks showed up to T-shirt and shorts season, not even able to take the field. Not because of injury, just because he's physically unable to go. Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, we all love Bobby Trees, but he's 30 years old. And he's coming off of an ACL injury that he suffered in week 10. I'm telling you, if you're not living in a world where you're already rocking Darren Waller or Kelsey or Andrews or Kittle, or even, you know, like some of these other guys, this is the kind of guy, if you are doing best ball season, this is the quintessential tight end to that. You take a shot on, you know, if you decide to go, Um, You decide to punt the tight end position, and you walk away with like two tight ends, maybe three, and it's some combination of Dalton Schultz and Austin Hooper and Bob Tanyan. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. If if it's a tight end premium format, you you 100% got to take that shot. I just don't understand how Austin Hooper is going as tight end 28. He's not dead. He's not in jail. He's not anything. He's a tremendous if, – if we look back a year from now, if we look back a year from now and Austin Hooper is second on the Tennessee Titans in targets, are you going to be shocked? I'm not. Derrick Henry's not a pass-catching running back. Robert Trees is not 100%. He could potentially start the season on the pup. And then that leaves you with a whole bunch of journeymen and bums and – just people. And Ryan Tannehill has had success with the tight end position. Anthony Firks are gone. Yeah, Jeff Swain's still there. But that doesn't bother me. I love Austin Hooper for Dynasty. And I think he is a stone cold, dirt cheap buy of the week. And speaking of buy, I am going to say goodbye. And I'm going to get out of here. But I'm going to remind you to go to YouTube. If you're listening to this on podcast, go to YouTube. Find this video. I'm wearing a white hat and a blue Under Armour t-shirt. Subscribe to the channel. Leave leave this video a thumbs up and comment SFB12. That's it. That simple. That's how you enter to win a shot into SFB12. And Jerry and I will pick a winner this coming Tuesday. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. This is the kind of stuff that I normally do for our patrons. I'll do 10 minutes with Memphis. I'll take questions. Uh, I host roster improvement shows. We do all kinds of stuff behind the scenes. It's a great group chat, and it's all still just five bucks a month. I always used to joke that said, for one gallon of gas, in some cases, you couldn't even get a full gallon. Check uh, gas prices near you. Uh, for an entire month of Dynasty content, interaction, help with your rosters. I know rookie drafts are still going on, Uh, startup season. And speaking of startups, we're getting ready to start Patreon 14. Um, We're going to have a mixture of mixing in a little uh, Premier Soccer League. Um, It's going to be a loser leaves town match, which means if you finish last in this league in Patreon 14, you will get booted. You will not be there. You will be replaced going into 2023. Just one of the interesting things we have going on over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. So leave us a five-star review, head over to YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel, comment SFB12, and get entered in for a shot to win a shot in Scott Fishbowl. But I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go watch good fellas, maybe Sopranos. And uh going to uh, remember the great actor that was Ray Liotta. At least he's great if you like mob movies. But anyway, hope you enjoyed the show. Be back next week with my man, Jerry, maybe a guest. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, everybody. I'll talk to you. Oh, be safe this holiday weekend if you live here in the States. See you. Bye. Hate brand goods. That's us. You are very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. hate brand goods, spread hate, always party. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. If we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.